Hey, what's up? This is Carlita, and this is my press conference interview at 2017's Art of Cool Festival with Kendra Foster. Hi. Hi. So, can you describe your Grammy-winning experience? I mean, it's everything you think it'll be. Honestly, initially, because um, it wasn't broadcast, like, no, only the general categories are broadcasted this, at this point in life. See, my whole time coming up, I was so excited because, you know, the best R&B album and best R&B song would certainly have been <laughs> broadcasted on TV. So, you know, you feel a little bit like that. But I, when they called, really love, you know, because that was the first thing they called. So that was the first win we had. It was like, it was like, oh my God, really? You know, <laughs> I mean, like, it was just, it was like, oh, you can ask my manager. I don't even know why we going, cause it's not even. Da, 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 da. And when they called, it was like, because the other thing is, even though they do it like that, all the people you admire are right there with you, like giving you love. And it was, I mean, what can I say? That's the most highest accolade that one can receive. And though it doesn't define your value or it doesn't pinpoint your value, it is. It, it says a lot. And especially particularly for Black Messiah and it being so conscious to survive in today's climate and then also even with industry folk can be prone to go with the status quo to choose that above so many that it really made the message really cut through. So it was just unbelievable. I'm still honestly wrapping my mind around it to this day. <laughs> and that was what, now 2016 or whatever. How was your songwriting experience with D'Angelo? Oh, it was phenomenal. Um, sometimes it would be submission and approval because I'd be on the road and he's D'Angelo and busy. Sometimes we'd be in the same room writing together, which was really awesome and intimidating at first, but he's very... Was, I was surprised at how easy it was for us to work with in the same room because it'd be intimidating running ideas and seeing a person's facial response to like something you do being like, hey, I don't know about that one. Or the one that you didn't tell me right away is the one I like the most in terms of lines or words or melodies or whatever. So it was just, it was amazing. I mean, honestly, musically, that dude is everything you would think and more. I was very glad to find like an honest, pure artist, musician with a vast, uh, wealth of knowledge and varietal knowledge. Like, you know, when I first met him and first started working with him, I was like, what you listen to these days? And he was like, Black Sabbath. You know? So I was like, I'm not surprised, but I think the rest of the world might be, you know? But um, it was wonderful because also I believe we're really kindred musical spirits, like just kind of a get out of my head sort of thing with music. So it was, it was Awesome. It was the dream come true that I always thought it would be, you know. I've been blessed. Two dreams come true to work and record and even be signed to for a hot second, George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. And then to, you know, meet and work with and co-write and then get Grammys with D'Angelo. It's definitely another dream come true. Now, it's about my solo solo dream come true. <laughs> Yeah, it's phenomenal. Everything, and then all the other guys that were involved in the project. I didn't really get to see everybody else while we were creating the material. I was mostly worked with D, but like just 
working with live Pino and working with the sounds of them underneath what we were creating. I mean, all those other people involved, the Vanguard, awesome. So my self-titled album um, is actually music that I've had in my womb, so to speak, for like seven years. I co-wrote like 22 songs with um, a dude named Kelvin Wooten, who's an amazing producer. He actually just came out with his own project, and he's not related to Victor Wooten or any of those guys. His father is literally a rocket scientist. So he is amazing, and we created this music like I was just I, I was coming out of a deal with George, and you know George still we were still working together. It just didn't work out. And um, I started working with him to try to create that. And so seven years later, through the course of touring, meeting D'Angelo, working on Black Messiah, I had to really kind of put my own project to back burner. So, so, and it wasn't a problem because honestly, my own success wouldn't mean as much as if I hadn't stopped along the way and made those their dreams come true. So, I mean, it, 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 it's been a long time coming. Um, I also added in a song that I did, like, probably like while the album was being closed with one of my Vanguard brothers, Jermaine Holmes, and Pookie Sample. Um, it's very meaningful that you would ask about it because it's something that I've held on to and wanted to get out, and I feel like that's a problem we've all had. You know, D had that problem. I'm a, I can have that problem. Anybody take things take time, and and, and life takes time. So it is um, where it's different from what y'all know of me and Black Messiah is that it's not overtly social, political, or clearly that. It's just like I was saying before, it's more of an internal experience, really a cathartic of my own journal, more or less, but that is universal, so it's like either it's about love, which I was kind of surprised myself after I looked at it, I was like, oh, my album is really actually about a lot about love, um, but it's a lot about love and a lot about inner, inner reflection and taking assessment of self.